How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Mem Gimel, Daf 43 of Masech Degin. Friends, 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 friends. Um, well, today we're continuing discussing, talking about 50% Avadim uh, and different Nafkaminis. Is that what we're talking about? Hmm, maybe. Definitely comes up. Yeah, but actually, the truth is it starts out talking about something else. Friends, what do you want me to tell you? It's different techni- technical considerations with regarding to Avodim. Let's say that. All right, and we're going to end today at the Mishnah Mem Kimol Mid Beis. So, all right, let's go back. So, um, we're going to start in Mem Beis, Mem Beis, Babylon. All right, fine, one second. Okay, Babylon complete. All right, so we're going to start on Mem Beis, Mem Beis, about five lines from the bottom, two, four, six lines from the bottom. Iboilu, they ask Akasha, Evit Shemachur Rabu Leknas, Machur O Eno Machur. Who could tell me what this means? If you have a um, Evid whose master sold him Leknas, what does that mean? Okay, it means that, well, I, we just said yesterday, right? Yeah, I think we said yesterday that if an Evid is gored to death by an ox, so then. Um, um, 30 shekels, a flat fee, a flat fee of 30 shekels um, is paid to his master. Now, um, just a side note, which is going to be relevant in a minute, um, this is considered a knas, but this 30 shekels is considered a fine, right? Knas as opposed to mamon, right? Meaning this is a flat fee regardless on the value of the evid. This is a flat fee, which means that it has nothing to do with actual value, which would be mamon, like actual monetary value. It's a flat fee, therefore it's considered to be a knas. We're going to see that that's relevant in a minute. So now, okay, so now what this master wants to do is he wants to make a shtickle deal. Let's say we'll call the master Shimon. Now Shimon, the master, goes over to Ruven. He says, Ruven, let me propose a deal. I have an evidence. In the event that my Evid gets gored to death by an ox, I'm going to make 30 shekels. How about this? If my Evid gets gored to death, you'll get the 30 shekels. Not me. All I'm asking is that you pay me, I'm making this up, you pay me 10 shekels now. Or let's say let's make it a better deal, let's sweeten the deal, 5 shekels. So Shimon goes to Ruvain and he says to Ruvain, You give me five shekels right now, so you're risking five shekels, but for the potential gain of 30 shekels. So that's what we're talking about, right? Can can Shimon do that? Can Shimon, um, is that considered a Kenyan? Can can, can Shimon sell, right? right, What's the Lashen? Hamocher, right? Evet Shemachor Rabo Leknas, that his master sells him, but only with regard to this knas, right? That it's considered, it would be considered that Ruvain owns the Eved, but only with regard to the knas, right? When, with regard to all other aspects, it still belongs to Shimon. So, Eved Shemach Rabbo Leknas, if um, you have an Eved whose master sells, sort of, he sells the Eved with regard to the knas, it's an important technical distinction that's going to be relevant later. So, Machur Enu Machur. So, is the Eved you know, is sort of that kind of a sale a sale or not? Now, this is a kasha, 
both according to Rameir and according to the rabbis. According to Rameir, who says, who says, and according to the rabbis, who say, what does that mean? So let's just, let's read Vaita for a second. So, that Rameir says, a fellow can make a Kenyan on something that does not yet exist. For example, the fruits of a tree, right? If you have a, 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 a palm tree and the dates have not yet grown on the palm tree, you could already do business with these dates, even though they don't exist yet, but they will exist, but they don't exist yet. So Mayor's opinion is that a fellow could be maknid of a shlobal olam. He could sell, he can make a kinyan on something that doesn't yet exist. But that, but the Gemara wants to say, but that's elikagon peris dekel da avidid daasu. But they are going to come. I mean, you know, a a a a palm tree produces dates, and therefore, you know, a fellow. Reb Meir says a fellow can make a kinyan on something that has not yet come, but it it, it will inevitably come. But over here, there's too many variables. Who says that the eved is going to be gored to death by an ox? That may not ever happen. And even if the Eved does get gored to death by an ox, who says that the owner of the of the of the of the of the ox is even going to have to pay the 30 shekels because Dilma Mode Umipater. As I mentioned a minute ago, this 30 shekels is considered a fine. And there's a concept of Mode Biknas Potter, a person who admits regarding a fine is Potter from paying the fine. And therefore, if the owner of the ox goes to Bezdin and says that, yes, I admit it was my ox that killed this Evid, he won't have to pay this 30 shekels fine. And therefore, even according to a mayor who says that that you, that you can make a Kenyan on something that does not yet exist, but that's something that doesn't exist yet, but will exist, such as dates of a, of, of a palm tree will exist, even if they don't exist yet, but they will grow. But here there's too many variables. Who says the Evid's going to be gored to death? And even if he is, maybe the owner of the ox will admit it in Besdin uh, before charges are brought and he won't have to pay the fine. But you can also ask the Kasha according to the rabbis though. The rabbis who say, right? The rabbis say that you cannot be makne, make a kidney on something that does not yet exist. But maybe over here, they would say that you can make this sale. Um, that the rabbis say that with regard to the dates of a palm tree, you can't make a kinyan on something that does not yet exist. Because the, the, the dates, mamish, don't exist right now. These dates do not exist. Come back in a few months, they'll exist. Right now, they do not exist anywhere. And therefore, the rabbis say, You can't make a kinyan on something that does, simply does not exist. But over here, the ox exists someplace, the evid exists someplace, the only thing that's missing is the shidduch, that the ox needs to kill the, uh, the evid. And therefore, the rabbis say that while ain't all the makhnid of a shobal olam, that you can't make a kidney on something that doesn't yet exist, that's something that mamish doesn't exist. But here, maybe Shimon can make this deal with Ruvain regarding some potential 
future payment of 30 shekels since all, all parties involved currently exist. The ox exists, the evid exists. All we need to see is if there's going to be a shidduch, if the ox is going to gore the evid to death. So, no, my. What do we say? Can this uh, Kenyan be made or not? So if Shimon goes to Reuven and says, look, let me sell my Evid to you with regard to um, this potential 30 shekels. What happens? So Omer Abba says, Abba Toshma, come in here. So the Posik says regarding Trume. The Posik says regarding Trume. If a Koyin has an Evid, so it says, Vilid Boyis. So it says, if a Koyin, so it says two things in the Pasuk that we're about to see, right? It says, Miknas, it says, Kinyan Kesef, that if a, if a Koyin purchases an Evid, so then the Evid can eat Truma. And also, a Yilid Boyis, if the Koyin has a Shifcha, Kninus, and that Shifcha gives birth to a baby, and that baby is an Evid, a second generation Evid, so that Evid can also eat Truma. So now, Toshma Yilid Boyis, so it says that, that any Evid born into his house, i.e. born to a Shifcha Kninus that he owns. Matamuloma, why do I need the Pasuk to teach me that a Yilid Boyis, that, that, that an Evid born to his Shifcha Kninus can eat Shume? If a Evid that he purchased externally, he purchased this Evid and brought him into his household, and that Evid can eat Trume. Certainly, in, in inside, right, a, 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 a Evid who was born into his household, right, that, that his Shifcha Kninus gave birth to, certainly he should be able to eat Trume. Um, so, Ilu Kane, but the thing is, if we would start with the, if we would only have the uh, Yelid Boyas, if we would only have the Evid that was born to his Shifcha Kninus, Hayisi Omer, so I would think. Wait, where did I skip? Wait, the, the question is, why does it have to say both Kenyan Kesef and Yilid Boys? I don't need it to say Yilid Boys. If the Pasuk already says Kenyan Kesef, and a Kenyan Kesef who came externally can eat Truma, Memele, I know that a Yilid Boys can also eat Truma, of course. So, Ilu Kane, if it would only say Kenyan Kesef, Haisi Omer, I would say, Ma Kenyan Kesef, Shei Shavik Shvei Kesef. That a Kenyan Kesef has to be worth something. Ochel. So also a Eved who's born to Shifra Kanainis can eat Shuma, but only if he is worth something. We're going to see an example soon of somebody who's not worth something. How do I know that even if the Yilid Boyis, the Eved who's born into Shifra Kanainis, how do we know that even if he is not worth anything, he can still eat Shuma? It says Yilid Boyis, that if he's born into the household, Mikomakum, right? Regardless of if he's worth anything or not. But still, if it only had said Yilid Boyis, 
I would say So Yelid Bayis can eat Trume whether um, he's worth something or not. Ocheli can eat the Trume. Kenyan Kesef, but if he purchased an Ever externally, so only if that Eved is has a value, is worth something, can he eat truma, but if not, then he can't. So that's why we need both Kinyan Kaspo and Yelid Beso that we compare the two. So um, just like um, the an Eved that is born to Shifra Kanan, is born into his household. Um, can eat truma even if he is not worth anything. Ochel, he can eat. I keep on forgetting to <laughs> attach that word ochel. Afkin in Kaspo. So also in Evidui, who he purchases, even though now he's not worth anything, ochel, he can eat the truma. Okay, fine. Now, so, so what do we just say? So we had that whole, uh, we had this whole uh, mission to teach that when it comes to his avodim, they can eat chume, that is, whether they were purchased, whether they were born into his house, and that's whether they have a value or not. So now, here's the kasha. Going back to our question of, can Shimon sell his Eved to Ruvain with regard to this potential 30 shekels knas? So, and now if it enters your mind to say that yes, such a transaction can take place, is there such a thing as an Eved who cannot be, does not have any value at all, i.e. even with regard to this fine, meaning every Eved must have some value to the, I mean, if he's an Eved, if he gets gored by an ox and he dies, the master gets 30 shekels, right? Gets the 30 shekel fine, receives the 30 shekels fine. So now, this is regardless of, of, of if he's worth anything, if he's an Eved and he gets gored to death by an ox, his master gets 30 shekels fine. And if we're saying that Shimon can sell this Eved to Ruvain, specifically with regard to the 30 shekels, and Ruvain is paying Shimon for, right? And, and that's why I said that it's important, the Lashon of, right? Eved Shem Machro Rabba, that his master is selling him. He's selling the Eved to Ruvain, but specifically with regard to this Knas payment. And we're saying, so if, he's, so if Ruvain is paying for the Eved with regard to this Knas payment, to this fine, so then clearly, if Reuven is willing to pay for this Eved, so then the Eved has a value. So if we're saying that such a sort of uh, uh, um, sale is valid, well then how could you possibly have any Eved that has no value? They still would get the 30 shekels if they get gored to death by an ox. And if we're saying that Shimon can sell the Eved for that 30 shekels to Reuven, well then any Eved would have at least the value of that particular transaction. That potential transaction. So we say not necessarily because in Ika Eved Trefa, what if you have an Eved who's a Trefa? If the Eved, if you have an Eved who's a Trefa who's going to die within the next 12 months, I assume that that's the definition for an Eved, that if he's going to die soon, so he's considered a Trefa, and uh, so then he, then his master would not get the 
30 shekels knas. So if you have an Evet who has no value and also he's a trefa, so then there would be, um, so then, then, then there's literally no value there. But still, there's value in that even a trefa can uh, serve the master, you know, I don't know, bring him stuff. But maneuver mukashrin, yeah, but it's talking about an Evet who's a trefa and he's also a maneuver and a muk and a mukashrin. Mamish, he's not, there's no value there in any way. Um, okay. Um, okay. 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 So it's not necessarily a proof, right? Meaning, so we wanted to say, um, you know, that, right, that we're talking about in, right, we, we had discussed that an Evid who has no value at all can still eat truma. But then we asked the Kasha, uh, um, the, for the fact that you could potentially have an Evid that has no value at all, it must mean that Avadim cannot be sold for their potential Knas. To which we said that's not necessarily true because you can have an Evid that doesn't have a Knas. For example, if he's a Trefa and he also has no value because he's a Manuval and Mukashkin. He's got these, like, uh, he's essentially defined as, like, uh, disgusting and uh, got all sorts of terrible medical issues. Okay. So now, If you have a fellow who is 50% Evid and 50% Ben Chorin, Okay, whatever. He had two masters. One of them freed him. One of them didn't. He's fifty percent Eved, fifty percent Ben Chorin. Shekidesh Bas Chorin, and he's Mekadesh a Bas Chorin, a Jewish girl. Ma, is that kiddushin? Are they married? Imtim Tzolomar Ben Yisrael Sheomer Levas Yisrael Hiskadi Lichatzoyai Mikudeshes Da 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 Da. That, well, if a fellow says to a fellow, be mikudeshes to half of me, that works. That works. That works. That works. Why does it work? Because what he's saying is, be mikudeshes to me, but also be prepared to share me, because I'm going to want to marry another woman as well. Be prepared to be a kawaif. So, so what he's saying is, you are mikudeshet to me, proper kiddushin, but lichatsoyai, you're going to share me because you're not going to be the only one who's mikudeshet to me. Also, a, another, right? Uh, I, I may marry another woman. Okay. So, so again, so if you want to say, if you want to say, ben Yisrael Shomer, bas Yisrael, is kaji lichatsoyai mikudeshes, that if he says that be, Mikudeshes to half of me, it works. So therefore, maybe you want to say, well, you see, she could be Mikudeshes to half of him. So if he's half Ben Chorin and half Evid, so if he's Mikadesh Abbas Chorin, it should be Mikudeshes because she could be married to half of him, the Ben Chorin half. To which we say, to which we say, no, that's a different story because when it comes to a fellow who's Mikadesh, a fellow, and he says, that you're only Mikudeshes to half of me, She's fit to be Mikudeshes to all of him, right? She's Mikudeshes to all of him. Essentially, she's just saying, look, what he's saying is, look, I'm planning to marry another wife, so you're going to have to share me. But she's able to marry all of him. Um, which is not the case by this fellow who's half Evid, half Ben Chorin. She's only fit to marry the Ben Chorin part of him, but not the Evid part of him. So therefore, she's unable to completely marry him. And therefore, it's not Kiddushin. Vimtim Tzolomar, maybe you'll say, Fakert, Ben Yisrael, Amakadish Chatsi Isha. 
that if you have a fellow who is Mikadesh half of a woman, right? A fellow is Mikadesh half of a fellow, ain't a Mikudeshes. It's not Kiddushin. The Shi'ir B'Kinyonu. That's because he left over part of her, right? He wasn't Mikadesh her entirely. He was only Mikadesh half of her, and half of her he was not Mikadesh. That's why it doesn't work. But Viha Evid, Lo Shi'ir B'Kinyonu. But by the Evid, she's Mikudeshes to all of him that's able to be Mikudeshes. The right, 100% of the Ben Horan part of him, she's Mikudeshes to. So maybe that's okay. No, my. So what do we say? What do we say? You have a fellow who's Chatsi Ever, Chatsi Ben Chorin. He's Mikadesh Abbas Chorin. Is it Kiddushin? Isn't it Kiddushin? Friends, what do you say? Toshma, come in here. Heim is me, Shechetio Ever, Vechetio Ben Chorin. No saying, Chatsi Knaz, Lirabo, Vechatsi Kofer, Liyoshev. So we said yesterday that if an ox gores to death a fellow who is um, 50% Eved and 50% Ben Chorin. So in that case, we say, well, okay, half of the 30 shekels fine goes to his master and half of his value, of his actual value, goes is paid to his family, his inheritance, the people who inherit, his heirs. So no sin now, when we say, maybe you were wondering this yesterday, that we said, okay, so 15 shekels goes to his master. Okay, fine. I know who his master is. Give him 15 shekels. But half of his value goes to his heirs. Who are his heirs? He's an Evid Kanani who's not, who's not even fully free. Who, who are his heirs? Right? We know, right? Gershon is Garikakot and Shinola Domi. Right? A fellow who converts. It's like he's uh, born anew. Who are his relatives? So if you say that if it, if a fellow, so you know who his relatives are? His relatives are that he was Mikadesh a woman. His relatives are that even though he's half Evid, half Ben Chorin, he was Mikadesh Abbas Chorin, that's who his relatives are. And that's who gets half of his kofir. The Amrit Kiddush of Lav Kiddushin, and if you're going to say that he cannot be Mikadesh Abbas Chorin, Yorshin Minole. Well then who are, who, who's getting his kofir? Who are his relatives? Well, look, you could say that the Kiddushin is not Kiddushin. The Kiddushin is not Kiddushin. Well, then who are his relatives? Well, Ravada Barava suggests that maybe he didn't actually die. He was made into a trefa. The ox made the fellow into a trefa. And that's why um, he's being, you know, he's being paid. Uh, the th- right, right, that's why there's the 30 shekel fine. He's, ba- he's made into a state where he's going to die soon. So we're saying at that point, the owner of the ox would have to pay 30 shekels and that would go to his master and his kofer, right? He says, Umay Yorshev Nafshe. And who are his relatives that, right, that the kofer would go to? To himself, because he's still alive. So he, the, he would get his own kofer. Um, but because he's made a trefa, so, so sort of the payments are made to him as if he was killed, but he's still alive. So he gets his kofer. And um, his master would get the um, half of the 30 shekels, 15 shekels. Omar Ravish Techubis Badover, Ravis says to Ravada Barava, look, I have two kashas. Chadu the Yorshev Katani, first of all, it says that the money goes to his heirs, not to him. That's question number one. The Ode, Kofer Hu, the Omar Ishlakish, Kofer Mishal Melachim, he says, do it again. The Ode, Kofer Hu, we're talking about Kofer. 
says, The kofar is only paid after death. And while he's a trefa, right? And, and you know, we're saying that the, the, the ox made him a trefa, but he's not dead yet. He's going to die soon, but he's not dead yet. And it says Rish Lakish that kofar payment is only paid after death. So Ravada Barava, don't tell me that he's receiving his kofar payment. The kofar payment isn't paid till he's dead, and obviously at that point he can't receive it. Ella, oh my rove, royally tovainlo. Rather says rove, look, no, it's it's meant at face value. That if you have a fellow who is chazi ever, chazi ben chorin, and he's gored to death by an ox, so 15 shekels goes to his master, and we said that half of his kofar goes to his relatives. So who are his relatives? Rav says he doesn't have any relatives. They don't exist. What it's saying is, in theory, who gets the co- half of the kofar? Because since he's half Ben Chorin, theoretically he has kofar, and that would go to his in heirs. Te- but, but practically speaking, there, there actually are no heirs. So in practice, nobody would get that kofar money. But meaning in theory, it would go to his heirs. He doesn't have any heirs. Who are his heirs? He, right? He doesn't have any relatives. And... If he's Makadish, a woman, it's not Makudashis. So who are his heirs? Uh, look, Lemaise, nobody. Nobody gets that money. But theoretically, it would go to his heirs. Okay, fine. Omai Rav, says Rav, Kshem Shamakadish Chatsi Isha Eina Makudashis. Just like if a fellow were Makadish half of a fella, she would not be Makudashis because you have to be Makadish an entire fella, not half of a fella. Also, if you have a uh, fella who is 50% shifcha and 50% paschorin, that she is betrothed, um, or kiddushin is not kiddushin. Okay? Fine. Very good. So, okay, so, so, so says Rashi, just, says, says, I'm sorry, says Ravit, just like a fellow cannot be Makadish half of a fellow, he also cannot be Makadish a, a, a fellow who is a Chatsi Shifcha, a Chatsi Baschorn. Fine. Darish Rabba, Baravuna, Rabba Baravuna, Darish in the same exact thing. Kshem Shah Makadish, Chatsi Isha, Enim Kudeshes. Just like a fellow who's Makadish half of a fellow is, she's not Makudeshes. Also, if she's 50% shifcha, 50% paschorin, she is not mikudeshes. Rav Chizda says midomi. Rav Chizda says those are under azach and those are two different cases. Also, Mshir Bikinyonu. If a fellow is mikadesh, 50% of a fellow, so he left over 50% of her. He wasn't entirely mikadesh her. Hocha lo shir Bikinyonu. But if a fellow is Mekadesh, a fellow who is 50% Shifcha and 50% Paschorin, well, in that case, he was Mekadesh the entire Paschorin part, right? He was Mekadesh the entire part of her that he was able to be Mekadesh. And therefore, if Rizda argues that it would be Kedushin. One second. I think there are people talking outside. One second. This isn't the first time that right that there were people talking outside. Why are they talking? As my neighbor pointed out to one of the tour guides recently, you're making your living at our, at our expense. So these people are talking at our expense. And they're talking at Babylon Talmud's expense. Let's go weiter.
So therefore, if Chizda wants to say that, it is Kiddushin, because after all, he was Mikadesh, the entire Baschorin part of her. Okay. So Rabba Barifuna did an about face, and he uh, got like a maturgam on somebody to, to be a human microphone for him. Vidarish, and he dashin Vamachshela Azos, Tachas Yodecho, and this failure, that is, uh, wait, where am I? Where am I? Oh, oh, okay. And this failure that is uh, under your hand, in Adam Omid al Devitore Elo, Imke Nichshobuin. That a fellow is only stands on Divrei Torah, he establishes Divrei Torah if he fails by them first. In order to really uh, uh, make your way in halacha and in Divrei Torah, you know, is by humiliating yourself and failing first. Basically, what he's saying is that I first had said the halacha that if a fellow is mekadesh, a fellow who's fifty percent shifcha and fifty percent paschorin, it does not work. I stand corrected. Af al pi. Even though if a fellow is Mekadesh, half of a fellow, it is not a good Kiddushin. But if a fellow is Mekadesh, a fellow who is 50% Shifcha and 50% Paschorin, it is a good Kiddushin. My time has come. Hosum Shir Bikinyono, Bikinyono, Hocha. Because um, when a fellow is Mekadesh, 50% of a fellow, so he's leaving over 50%. He's not being Mekadesh her entirely. And therefore, it's not a good Kiddushin. But if he's Mekadesh, a fellow who is 50% Shifcha and 50% Paschorin, and he's being Mekadesh the entire Paschorin part of her, then it is good Kiddushin. Omer of Sheshis says of Sheshis, Kishem Shamakadesh Chatsi Isha Enimikudeshes. Rav Sheshis, however, argues and maintains that just like a fellow who's Mikadesh, 50% of, of a fellow, it is not Kiddushin. Similarly, if a fellow is 50% Shifcha and 50% Paschorin, he, a fellow cannot be Mekadesh her because he can only be Mekadesh 50% of her. Lomar, and if some uh, smart aleck is going to try to say, but, 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 what is a Shifcha Harufa? That's basically right. We've been, we've been sort of discussing that the past few days or at least discussing similar scenarios. A Shifcha Harufa is, or at least what we're going to suggest now, we're going to see right now that it's a Machlokas, but a Shifcha Harufa is, a woman, uh, a, 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 a fella who is 50% shifcha and 50% paschorin, and she is engaged to an Evid Ivri, because an Evid Ivri is mutter uh, to, uh, to shifcha kneinis, and also to a paschorin. So if you have this woman who's 50% shifcha and 50% paschorin, and she's betrothed, to inevitably. So and she is um, and she is So we see that she is able that right that it's good kiddushin. Here you have an Evid Ivri who's a Jew, and he's being Mikadesh. A woman who is a 50% shifcha, 50% paschorin. And we're saying, Hamiorosa, they're engaged, they're betrothed. Apparently it's Kiddushin. So apparently you can be Mikadesh, a woman 
who's 50%, Shifcha 50% Basrorin. So now Rav Sheshis had said that you cannot, right? Because, right, you're only being Makadish 50% of her. So, right, what do we say? Adam Lomar, if a smart aleck is going to come and say, but, 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 what about Shifcha Harufa? What about the fact that here you have this woman who's 50% Shifcha, 50% Basrorin, and it says that she's engaged to an Evid Ivri? Emor Lo, say to that smart aleck, what about Rabbi Shmuel's opinion? Who says, Rabbi Shmuel disagrees and say that, says that a Shifcha Harufa is actually in Evid Kneinis, a Shifcha Kneinis, who is engaged to an Evid Ivri. Now, is a Shifcha Kneinis able to be engaged, able to be betrothed? So what does it mean? So what does it mean? What does it mean? So according to Rabbi Shmuel, who says that it's talking about a shifcha k'nainis, who's me'oreses to inevit ivri. There's no erisin by shifcha k'nainis. So obviously then, when it says erisin, it doesn't literally mean erisin. Miyuchedes. It means that she was um, 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 uh, set aside for... Um, uh, um, what's it called? Like when you like make something designated, maybe, right? That right that they're a thing. They're a thing. Um, so meoreses in this context only means that they're a thing. So therefore, here also it's, it means that they're a thing. Meaning, meaning, Rav Sheshis maintains that just like if a fellow is mikdash half of a fellow, that doesn't work. So also, also if a fellow. Is Mekadesh a, a fellow who's 50% Shifcha, 50% Paschorin? It doesn't work. And if you're going to say, but, 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 what about Shifcha uh, Charufa, that, that, right, that it says, right, right, that she's 50% Shifcha, 50% Paschorin, and it says that she's engaged, she's betrothed to an Evid Ivri. So clearly there is betrothal by uh, 50% Shifcha, 50% Paschorin. So Rav Sheshi says, meh. That's not a proof because if you look at Rabbi Shmuel's opinion, Rabbi Shmuel argues that it's talking about when she is entirely 100% a shifcha kanainis and she's engaged, she's betrothed to an Evid Ivri. But clearly there it doesn't mean betrothed because there's no betrothal by shifcha kanainis. Clearly Arison there doesn't actually mean Arison. So therefore by shifcha harufa, however you understand it, whether it's that she's an Ev- shifcha kanainis, whether she's 50% shifcha kanainis, 50% baschorin, either way it's not talking about betrothal. So don't bring a riot from there that there's kiddushin. That's Rav Sheshis' argument. Om Rav Chizdit says Rav Chizdit Chetzi Shifcha v'chetzi Baschorin If you have a fella who is 50% Shifcha and 50% Baschorin Sheniskadsha l'Ruven Okay And uh, Ruven was Mekadisher Oh, great. So now it's the Shailah Do you all like Rav Chizdit and Rav Baravuna that it's um Right, that it's good kiddushin. Do we all like Rav Sheshis and uh, Ravu say it's not good kiddushin? What do we do? Okay, so anyways, Ruven was Mekadisher, Vinishtachara, now she gets freed. And then Ruven's brother Shimon is Mekadisher. And now both Ruven and Shimon are in Wellwood. Great. So she does Yibum with Levi. And we don't say that, uh, what was the line that we said in, uh, in, um, in uh, Yevomis? What do we say in Yevomis? It says, Right? 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 Right
right? That the, that 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 yibum is only coming from one brother, not from two. But here it's not coming from two brothers. If when Ruven was Mekadeshur as a 50% Shifcha, 50% Paschorin, if that's Kiddushin, so Kiddushin Shimon Lav Kiddushin, then when Shimon was Mekadeshur um, um, after she was freed, well, she was read Mekadeshus to Ruven, so Shimon's Kiddushin is, is garnished, there's nothing. The Kiddushin to Shimon Kiddushin, and if Shimon's Kiddushin were, were, were valid Kiddushin, well, Kiddushin to Ruven, Lav Kiddushin and Memele, Ruven's Kiddushin were not Kiddushin, right? So therefore, in this case, where Ruven was Mekadeshur when she was 50% Shifcha, 50% Paschorin, then she was freed, and then Shimon was Mekadeshur, they both died, she was only Mekadeshur to one of them. So Memele, Levi, the brother, the leftover brother, would be able to do Yibum because, well, he doesn't know exactly whether Ruven or Shimon was Mekadeshur, or she was Mekadeshur to Ruven or Shimon, she doesn't know which one, but definitely one of them. Um, and therefore, Levi can do Yibum with her. Itmai was stated, Okay, if you have a woman who is 50% Shifcha, 50% Paschorin, she is Kadsha Liruvain, and she was Mekudeshes to Ruvain. Okay, Ruvain, uh, you know, gave her Kesef Kedushin, let's say. It was Mekadesher. And then, she was freed. But then, Vichazov Neskadsha Lishimin. But then, after being freed, she then was betrothed to Shimon. And Reuven and Shimon are not related in this case. So she was, right, so Reuven was Mekadeshur when she was 50% Shivcha, 50% Paschorin. And then she was freed entirely. And then Shimon was Mekadeshur. Rav Yosef Barchoma Omer Rav Nachman Paku Kiddush Erishin. So, Rav Yosef Barchoma says the name of Nachman that when she was freed, the whatever kiddushin that Ruven was Mekadeshur when she was fifty percent shivcha fifty percent baschorin vanishes, goes away. Rebzera Amar Rav Nachman Gamru kiddusherishin. Whereas Rebzera says the name of Nachman that nisht fakert that when you know when Ruven was Mekadeshur when she was fifty percent shivcha fifty percent baschorin when she's then freed that kiddushin now takes full effect. Not like Rav Yosef Barchoma in the name of Nachman who says that they vanish and they disappear. Nisht. Fakert. Rabzeri says in the name of Nachman that when she gets freed, then her kiddushin at that point takes full effect. Omer Rabzeri Kavose Didi Mistavin. Rabzeri wants to bring a proof for his opinion. Dechsev, as the puzzle says, Lo yom su kilo hu hu pasha. That if we assume that, right, this puzzle is in the context of Shifcha Harufa. That if we assume that a Shifcha Harufa is a uh, woman who's 50% shifcha, 50% paschorin, who is meoreses, she's engaged to a, um, to a Eved Ivri. And while she's engaged at Eved Ivri, somebody else sleeps with her. So we say that that fellow who sleeps with her is not chayev uh, uh, for sleeping with an Eishesh ish, ish, because she's 50% Shifcha, she's 50% Paschorin, and she, um, he brings a Korban Asham. So it says, Lo yumsu kilo chupash, The reason why there's no uh, capital punishment is because kilo chupasha, because she wasn't yet freed. She was 50% uh, uh, Shifcha, 50% Paschorin. Ha chupasha yumasu, yumsu. But if she was freed, then there would be capital punishment. So we see just the 
act of freeing her, you know, makes the kiddushin from to the Evid Ivri take full force, take full effect, to the extent that now there would be capital punishment. So we see that right that right that the freedom, right, her being freed makes the kiddushin take full effect. But Abai says to Rabzeira, but what do you do about Tanatver Bishmal? You says that Shifcha Kharufa is talking about a Shifcha Knainis who is betrothed to an Evid Ivri. Would you I mean that wouldn't make any sense to say that, you know, the reason why there is no um capital punishment is because she hasn't been freed. But if she was freed, then there would be capital punishment. But if she's a shifcha kenayinus, the fact that he betrothed her is irrelevant. There's no, there's no kiddushin at all when it comes to shifcha kenayinus. So Ella, my Yislach lemeimar, what do you have to say? Shechu pasha v'chazov v'niskachi. You have to say, according to Yishmael, who says that it's a shifcha kenayinus who is uh, um, sort of um, designated to an evid ivri. So it means that after she was freed, they then got betrothed. Right then there was kiddushin. And if at that point she would, um, somebody else would sleep with her, then there would be capital punishment. So, so, so here also, um, Ribzeir, um, will say that even when she's 50% Shifcha and 50% Paschorin, um, we're saying that there's no capital offense because she was not freed and Mikudeshes at that point. So therefore it's not a proof to say that just the act of freedom Makes the prior condition take full effect. That that that's not clear. Amr of Hunabakatino says of Hunabakatino. Amr of Yitzchok says of Yitzchok. Maisa biisha achas. It was a person Maisa with a woman. She chetz shivcha. She chetz baschorin. She was fifty percent shivcha, fifty percent baschorin. Vichafu is rabba asa baschorin, and we forced her remaining uh, master to free her to make her one hundred percent free. Kiman. So who's this like? Why did we force him to fear? Is it because we pass in the Kreb Yochanan who says that the mitzvah Puravu is on both fellows as well as fellas and therefore right now she's stuck. She can't get married to we need to fear so that she can marry a fellow and and do the uh uh, mitzvah no, it has nothing to do with the mitzvah puravu. It has to do with the fact that if she's in this middle state where she can't marry an evid, she can't marry a ben choren, so then uh, she, the people are going to be doing averus with her, and we don't want that. So we say, look, free her so that she can get married to a uh, Jewish fellow. Friends, we're going to stop uh, over here. Um, wow, there was quite a bit on this um, daf. The first part of the daf we talked about: can you? Um, uh, sell an Eved specifically with regard to the 30 shekels fine. We got into the question of or Then we got into the sugya of can a fellow who's 50% Eved, 50% Penchorin be Mekadesh a uh, woman and we got into the Kasha of can a fellow be Mekadesh a woman who's 50% Eved, uh, Shifcha, 50% Paschorin, we saw Machlokas, some say yes, some say no. Friends, that was the Mem Gimel of Mesechta Again, I hope you enjoy. Peace out.